And I'm Just a Little Toxic Podcast. It's your boy Cali Cole back and excited uh, for another episode. Uh, so much is going on. I was like, hey, we need to do a current events. I've been doing interviews, but I want to do a current event. So uh, we're back with another one. Uh, a lot going on in Glen County, uh, a lot going on nationwide. Uh, definitely got to talk about what's going on with uh, Colin Kaepernick and his show on Netflix. But uh, we have to focus and cannot look past uh, what's going on in Glen County at the Glen County Courthouse. Um, I believe it was two weeks ago I was at the rally um, on Saturday that they had uh, before jury selection. And uh, in being outside, uh, you know, I think in the area, just seeing how everybody was, people didn't know if it was going to be like a tense thing or if there was going to be uh, violence or if a lot of people were bringing drama from out of town. But um, in being there, um, there were some good speakers. I, I like the energy of it. I think uh, the people who actually came to the rally on Saturday, they actually just supported Ahmaud Aubrey and him getting justice. So there was a lot of truth in that. Um, some tremendous speakers. I think the, one of the best speakers I've seen from that day uh, was Theawanza Brooks, who, uh, who is uh, related and has been uh, on the fight for uh, justice for Ahmad uh, since the beginning. My name is Thea Brooks. I am a local citizen, community activist, and advocate, and I'm also the aunt of Ahmad Arbery. And this means everything for me to be here today because we're in a fight for justice for my nephew. When I tell you the way she spoke and how she broke down uh, Jackie Johnson, that was something to see. Uh, she had, what happened was she had a shirt, her and a few people, um, matter of fact, one of my friends I, I went to school with was actually out there with a shirt. Um, she, had, she had all the victims of uh, Jackie Johnson's, I want to say, uh, she called them deeds, bad deeds, on a shirt and uh, actually was telling the story of each victim of J Jackie Johnson and her, uh, I guess her terrible leadership when it comes to Glen County uh, and Camden County. Um, but I mean, it, it, it was probably the best part because she broke down the system of what's going on in Glen County. Because with, for 10 years, we have dealt with her injustice. We have just, you know, closed the book and live everyday life like everything's normal. And we have families who here were hurting. Some families we didn't even know were hurting. Some who still hadn't gotten justice six years later. So when that indictment finally came on, it motivated me to figure out what other misdeeds has she done? How many other families are hurting? And what can we do to help? Because if we look at it and we just look at it from one view, yes, these men murdered this uh, black young man, but at the same time, why was so many people involved in covering it up. You know, when, when I did uh, the interview with Marcus Aubrey Sr., it amazed me to that, you know, that he said his son laid on the ground for so long, and then when you go and read the paper, you find out that the McMichaels made a phone call an hour later, and they didn't have any issues. No issues with paperwork going down to the station or nothing. So when you talk about what the Ahmaud Aubrey case is uncovered. It's just not these three men by themselves. It's not just them. It's a whole system and kind of really putting the area on charge. Um, a lot of people inside the community, uh, just from the feel of seeing the rally, I didn't see as much support, which kind of bothered me because I felt like from the beginning, uh, everybody was out there. And I think everybody was out there ready uh, uh, to see change and make something happen, but it, it seems like people have gotten discouraged along the way, or maybe 
you know, a year and, and or two years and us being in the pandemic, maybe it changed the way, you know, people feel about it. But um, I definitely want to see more people out there at the rally uh, showing support. It was a heartbreaking moment because of the way that he died. But it was also a moment of motivation to push for answers, to figure out what really happened on that day. Why was he targeted? What did he do? Why? Brother, that's our duty, divine duty and responsibility to stand with those that have been violated, to speak for those who no longer present, to speak for themselves, and to demand justice and nothing less than a first-degree murder conviction and ultimately the death sentence for these cowards and no-good bastards. Well, you know, uh, the new Black Panther Party, and, and I had a couple of conversations with uh, Minister uh, Sharif earlier this week, uh, but the new Black Panther Party, um, it, it seems that their organization right now and where they are, and I, and I support them because they, they continue to come out and support our people, but it seems uh, where they are, they have to find, are we going to be uh, totally a verbal group? Are we going to be a militia group? How are we going to defend black people? And uh, what I heard from uh, Minister Sharif was he was talking about his mentoring, him uh, building uh, young men from the beginning, not waiting too late, but building young men from the beginning. And those are some of the things that they're doing at the new Black Panther Party. Black Panthers, the original Panthers, have no history other than defending, defining, and developing and protecting what is in the best interest of black people. Uh, the Black Panthers came about because they wanted complete change. It's not about racism, not about hating anyone. Black people by nature are not haters of other people, but we're angry because we want justice. We want justice for all. If you go and look at uh, what the Black Panthers believe in and what the Black Panthers want, our 10-point uh, uh, program and nine local objectives, we believe in justice for all people. So we don't believe in being the oppressor, but we believe that we should hold this system accountable. We should hold them to the fire because black people pay taxes. Black Black people work in America. Black people defend the, the, the soil of this land. So we have a right to demand justice. We have a right to move around in this country. And whatever it is that others have a problem with, then that's their personal problem. But it should not justify killing an innocent man or woman from the black community. Um, also, one of the biggest themes I heard him talking about was us knowing ourselves. He talked about some certain things. He was saying, hey, we're, we're a Shemitic people. We are the original people. We're God's chosen people. And a lot of people weren't ready for that, that type of language. Me, myself, I'm used to that language. I was raised like that. You know, my dad, he, uh, every Sunday, he, he, we went to a, a Pentecostal church, but every Sunday, my dad would be listening to Farrakhan in the afternoon. So I was used to hearing, hey, we're, we're God's people, we're this, uh, uh, we're chosen. And I, but I think when you hear it um, in a situation with, it, with this type of height uh, and uh, uh, I, I want to say interest from so many people involved and so much weighing in the balance, people automatically think that that's hate talk. Black power means complete constructive change, developing, creating, building for ourselves, educating our children, teaching our people love, unity, and self-respect, to get an education, to get skills, and create like all other nationalities do when they come to America. We're not asking anyone to do that. It is our divine duty to do it for ourselves, brother. So that's black power. Black power is not a chant to threaten people or hurt people. It's a chant to lift up uh, the spirit of black men and black 
black women to learn how to love themselves and stop the violence amongst our communities, stand up for justice. And I, I, the, one of the biggest things that when I was talking to Minister Sharif about was, I was like, why is it that when we up ourselves, it's hate talk? I've never understood that. I've read so many books on uh, the study of, of us, you know, small brains and can't do this, lazy, uh, 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 indecisive, feeble-minded, all these things I read about black people. So now we're in this new era where Minister Sharif isn't the only one, Farrakhan isn't the only one. There are plenty of black people and young black people who are coming forth and saying, hey, we're God's chosen people. We're the one, God's protecting us. God is uh, watching over us. And that talk right there, uh, that can change the community. So in, 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 in spite of everything that people have to say about the new Black Panther Party, that's what I want them to continue uh, with, with building the people and letting them know, hey, we are the people. There's so much that we could do. We've already done so much and we don't have to be defeated. They have to learn the laws of this land, understand that they have legal, divine, civil, and constitutional rights to protect and defend themselves like all other people. And so black people must study the laws to understand what is freedom, because without understanding the laws of the land, you can't truly have freedom unless you, you know, um, function up under the definition of freedom. So if you don't know the laws, how can you be free? And I just want to stay. The first time I met Ahmaud Arbery's family, I stated to them, because they were unsure, I stated, Ahmaud Arbery is a victim, and I don't want to hear y'all state nothing else. And anyone, and the man that murdered him brutally, the way that they murdered him, they're going to be held accountable. And I stated all of the charges that will be applied, and God worked through the judicial system to make sure every charge that I stated was applied to these killers. And the reason why, I don't like to state that someone should face something more than what they should face, but the way that Ahmaud Arbery was murdered, it should be nothing else but death penalty. You know, we need that energy, and we need it from from uh, black women. And I understand, like, even locally, it's kind of hard, because when you work and live somewhere, it's kind of hard. You know, like, even as much as I talk and I say this and that, I still don't want to say certain things to ruin my daughter's life, or ruin my wife's life, or my brother's life. But when you have somebody on the outside who's walked this walk and known this, uh, uh, known what we're going through, it's important for them to step up and say, hey, I put myself on the line, and that's what she's doing as a leader, even to rally and, and get up in spite of everything that happened to her son and come all the way down here, that's major. And that's the type of strength that we need. We can't deal with this just in Glenn County. It's, we're seeing it's really going to take the whole state of Georgia to uh, handle this case. And we stand in solidarity today, not only with Almost Lost in the System Foundation, also with the Georgia NAACP State Conference as well. I thank y'all for showing up today and continue to support and justice for the mind. Just a little toxic podcast. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial break and we got more coming up. Hello and welcome to Kim Mays State Farm Agency. I'm Kim Mays, the owner of Kim Mays State Farm Agency, located here in Stockbridge, Georgia. We're a local insurance agent providing auto, homeowners, life, and health insurance. 
Our value is that we provide personal customer service to our customers, taking the time to get to know them and making sure that we're providing the coverage that will best protect their family and their needs. If you would like to have a policy review or an appointment today, please give us a call at 770-282-6622. Or you can find us online at www.coveredbykim.com. Thanks, and we look forward to hearing from you.